This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined once again by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I feel great, Richard. I'm, I'm having a good day today. Oh, that's great. That's great to hear that. You know, because I feel like even if you're not having a great day, you do a nice job of still presenting that on the podcast you always seem well, and pretty merry well that's good because 90 percent of the time i am just crushed with despair and you know i had all a feeling that stuff, so. yeah yeah hey we do you have some good news sad eyes right you do have sad eyes in fact we can see your eyes on our new youtube channel how <laughs> yes, about you that can. nobody asked for it but you're getting it anyway that would be a youtube channel where we may occasionally post things hey there's, how about no, us? there's no rhyme or reason in fact maybe our listeners are, are, are smart, and they're smarter than us, and so maybe they can give us ideas of what to use with that. Because I was wondering, maybe like certain TV shows that we don't spend a lot of time on the podcast, maybe we can just do like a quick react or, or, you know, or like top five lists or things like that on the, on the vlog, as it were. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. So right now we have like a... Uh, spitballing. We trial have, balloons, right? Trial, yeah, probably, we'll throw a few up. Uh, we have a, a trailer up right now, and we also have a the first vlog where we talk about Tom Hardy as Venom. So you can check it out. We tweeted it, or if you're not on Twitter, if you literally just search hashtag Dork Podcast on YouTube, it'll I think it'll pop up. So, all right, are you ready for the next portion of the program? Let's do it. Here we go, Ryan. This week in Dork, we had Alien Covenant came out last weekend. Uh, I did not see it, so I cannot provide any kind of information regarding said movie, but it definitely came out this weekend. Do you have anything to add? <laughs> it definitely exists. That's what This is what we know. It's out there, and I started watching Prometheus. I did not get through it uh, entirely. That's not really the film's fault. I started watching it really late, and uh, I said, you know what? I got I to gotta pick this up. Bit of a slow burn, that one. It is a little bit of a um, slow burn, and that's what I feel like most of the Alien movies are. Yeah, and I feel like this one, it's getting good reviews, um, but I feel like it's its the people who are raving about this, saying it's great, are the people who have seen all of the movies, and you yourself said that you needed to, in order to see this movie, you need to watch, like, a YouTube thing, or, like, they, they yeah, came they out with something you need to watch. Yeah, yeah. They, they had, like, a couple of different videos that you had to watch, which I feel like is, it's not a terrible idea, but it's very strange, and, like, how many people are you going to get to do that? Yeah, like that's kind of like explaining how the book before you read it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, this isn't going to make sense, so do this first. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, read this first. Yeah. So that, that's not a very good sign uh, for the casual alien fan. Um, well, you know but, what you should do, especially nowadays with the the previews are like a half hour long. Why don't you throw it in the preview? Throw it throw it on right before. Don't, don't rely on people to go to YouTube and watch a video. Speaking of that, we have a new uh, hashtag dork channel on YouTube. No, but... What's the you point of doing that? <laughs> As a matter of fact, oh, this is all coming yeah. together. Maybe we'll do a prologue. We'll do like a hashtag door we'll prologue. Do a prologue. Just so yeah. it makes sense. We'll do all the inside jokes. We'll put them all in there at once and be like, here you go. Now you're, you're caught up to 100 plus episodes <laughs> of Dork. That's all you need to know. But yep. so anyway, maybe I'll definitely see this movie, but at, at a later time. Let us know if you did see it uh, at Dork Podcast on Twitter or dorkpodcast at gmail.com if you want to email some, uh, some thoughts you had on the movie. This weekend, Baywatch and Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, are both going to be out. I think I know the answer to this, but if you could only see one, which would it be? If I could only see one, I'm going to see Baywatch. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I, and I've, I've lost all interest in the Pirates movies. Oh, I've lost all interest, too. And I, the, I think the issue is, for me, it's like, this is a pretty weak Memorial Day weekend. I mean, this is supposed to be like a pretty big movie weekend, right? Yeah, Ish. you would think. I mean... You would think with a long weekend and everything? 
But Baywatch, I'll definitely see, but I'm not going to see it in theaters. I don't think that's worth like a you know for me and my wife to go. I don't think it's worth like the fifty bucks it's going to cost both of us all in. Yeah, to go see this. Uh, I just don't know if it's uh, screen and candy worthy. No, I don't. Th- you know I don't I mean? think either one is at least for me. And maybe if it was a slower year, if there wasn't seven comic book movies, a Star Wars movie, and and all this other stuff in between, maybe I would have you know gone and seen Baywatch. But there's just so much. Like the following week. Wonder Woman comes out, and I'd much rather spend right. my money on that. Right. So, and the other thing too, I mean, like, I do not understand why people keep throwing Jerry Bruckheimer money. Oh my God, he's going like, to make whatever he wants because he's going to just blow it up. <laughs> he's just going to blow it up, and Come not on. only that, and not only that, but like, I understand that Johnny Depp is hurting for money with his management team getting all over him and his ex-wife and all that stuff. But let's, we could find something better to do than this. You know what I mean? Speaking of his ex-wife. um... Dude, that's called a lead-in, by the way. I did that on purpose. That's perfect. Uh, yeah. dude, we got the first look of Amber Heard as Mira, of course, the wife of Aquaman, in the upcoming film Aquaman. What did you think? Uh, we got a look at Amber Heard as Mira, Aquaman's <laughs> wife, in the movie Aquaman. I just said that, for Christ's sake. Well, that's how I feel about it. How you just said it, in the tone in your voice, is yeah. exactly how I feel about it. The, like, lo- the okay. immediate response is a very mermaidy. Yeah, which looks is like, like a mermaid. Okay. And I know you're not a fan of Amber Heard. I just, you know, I just don't, I don't know. I have n- never met her, obviously, but I just don't get a good vibe. <laughs> not yet. Just, her aura is is off to me. I just Something don't seems her. a tad off with her. Uh, oh, yeah. of course, uh, other big uh, movie news, obviously, and we went deeper into it in our first vlog, is Tom Hardy as Venom. For those who missed that, though, Ryan, you're obviously very excited about this. Very excited about this. By the way, if you want to check it out, it's on our new YouTube channel, which <laughs> okay. where we post the All thing. right, I think it's enough. I think, I think we've right. done it. I think we've over, overkilled it. Uh, no, I am really excited about this. And, and I, as I said in the YouTube clip, you know, Tom Hardy's the type of guy now where he's, he's got that status where he doesn't necessarily have to do this. Right, exactly. Uh, with another Mad Max coming out, and he's got tons of projects. Like he's got um, the show, and he's got you know he's uh, another Mad Max. He's got a whole bunch of cool things coming out. Taboo. And, uh, he doesn't. Yeah, that's what I meant. Taboo. Yeah. And he doesn't need this. So it must be a decent script. It has a decent director attached to it. It's a hard R. So we're, so we're told. So yeah. So we're, look, we're all guns blazing here. I feel good about this. So it should be pretty good. Um, other movie news. This is this is actually just terrible news. And so Zack Snyder is stepping away from the post-production work on Justice League. And when I first read the headline, it was Zack Snyder stepping away from Justice League. And my immediate reaction is, this is something that we've talked about before. I'm like, this guy's done some good movies in the past, but he has not done a very good job in the DC world. And we, we wanted somebody else to take over these movies. So the very first second I see that, I'm like, oh, this is good news. And then you read why, and you immediately feel horrible. And so apparently... Yeah. Zack Snyder's daughter back in March committed suicide and I the original plan was he was going to continue working on the movie his wife is a producer on the movie and then they both decided to step away and so 100% understand and this is one of those times where whether you like the movies you like him you dislike him whatever this is this is bigger than any kind of movie and so we just feel terrible for for Zack Snyder and his family and and hopefully I mean, I don't even know what to say in times like this, but you, no, re- you read no. the whole story and you just felt terrible. And I think, you know, one of the the things you think about, you know, uh, you are obviously not a parent that you know of. Uh, you could be. Correct. You don't know. That's, um, that's a fact. And uh, I, I am. And, you know, that's the first place your mind goes to. And it's a terrible, terrible thing to have, you know, I'm, I'm assuming to have to go through that. And, you know, we take the piss out of Zack Snyder enough on this podcast. Right. Um, but, you know, they we, we, as much as we try to hide it at times, you and I are both human beings and, you know, and feel <laughs> awful about this. And, um, you know, I, I think that's terrible. And, you know, obviously we at Hashtag Dork Podcast feel for the Snyder family and, and through this time and stuff like that. But the silver lining, Rich, that we can talk about now um, is that it's in good hands. I feel good that, you know, turning it over and they turned it over to Joss Whedon. Right, they did. And um, we'll see we'll see how much and I don't know exactly how much work Joss will end up doing uh because again it was more post production stuff and so on but you know what's going to be unfair about this is if Justice League ends up being really good people are going to say oh Joss Whedon got his hands on it and if it's bad yeah. they're going to say well it was too late for him to fix it and that was all on Snyder. So like it, it is it, a tough spot. 
And I, fi- I, just re- I just finished, right before we got on the phone, I finished reading an article with Zack Snyder, and they were asking him about that, you know, what if it, blah, blah, blah. And he's, obviously, he's just like, I'm so past that now. Yeah, like, I don't like, care. That is the furthest thing from right. my mind. Why like, would you even ask him that? I don't care. Terrible yeah. question. Um, yeah, it's a terrible question. I would never ask him that. But um, does this now, just to pivot a little bit, because, you know, we're getting a little heavy. Yep, um, yep. That's not what we normally um, do here, but it's part of the news. Yeah, uh, do we, now, who is the king of the... The dorks. Is it J.J. Abrams or is it Joss Whedon? Has it always been Joss Whedon and Joss and J.J. Abrams is kind of hanging on? Or what are we? What are we doing here? I this think, could be a whole episode. I think it might be Joss Whedon. It, I I agree. I think that I think it is. I think if you look at everything that he has had a hand in, it, he's he's a, is a he has a bigger hashtag dork portfolio than J.J. Abrams does in my mind. Yes, but J.J. Abrams arguably has the bigger titles. Correct. Yeah. No, you know that, what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. So that that would be a great debate for us to uh, maybe a poll on Twitter, or perhaps an episode of the vlog, which is now available on YouTube. <laughs> we have a YouTube channel that no one's gonna watch. Uh, okay, uh, so let's get to more positive news here. Apparently, Wonder Woman, Davy, is getting all great reviews, and so this comes yep. out June second. We've seen a few new posters. You've probably already seen a million trailers by now, but this is very very positive because the fans. You know, there's fans who like all of the other DC movies. And I think next week, we're not locked in on it yet, but next week we might do a, a bigger look into the DC Extended Universe. But what killed those movies were the critics. And people saw them and they're like, oh, I'm not Rotten Tomatoes giving it a what? Like, I'm not going to go right. see this. So if Wonder Woman, if, if at the very least, if it's getting positive reviews a week or two before it's in theaters, it should do really well in the box office. And hopefully it is really good. Like, I, I don't know what to think with some of these these critics, I don't always agree. Uh, oftentimes, I don't. So, yeah. But that's still very positive because it's the first DC movie to get actual good reviews. Yeah, and it's it's weird. Rotten Tomatoes is a tricky thing. Where I've been on there and I've been reading reviews from people, and they're like really wishy washy, and they'll be yeah. like, "Well, this is terrible," but they or they say it in like such a tone that like you think they're being positive, but they're not, and yet that's a positive review. So like that metric is a little bit off. Yeah. But that that aside, um, uh, I'm really rooting for this movie you know because as much as we you know shit on like batman v superman or suicide squad or you know either of the like man of steel or whatever yeah like you and i genuinely want these movies to do well of course you know what i mean like i want this to be good and furthermore i'm kind of rooting for gal gadot i believe i'm pronouncing that correctly <laughs> no, i, know I never pronounced it correctly yeah you brought that to our attention before um I'm really rooting. She she has the potential to be like a huge movie star. Oh yeah, for sure. And this is it. I mean, you know, for her, I mean, this she is, the is bigger, stunning. Oh my god! And not like hot, like you know, where you have like the you know the girls who's like. But she, if she walked into a room, I'm I'm assuming everybody would stop what they were doing. I'd have to sit. Yeah, I would for sure because have to sit because of the embarrassment. Because of the embarrassment, I'd be shamed. <laughs> I'd have to look away. I wouldn't be able to look shame. her in the eyes. I'd be so nervous. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be able to do it. But she is. She is close she's, to perfect. She's stunning. Human being. Yeah, she's stunning. Yeah. How about more movie news? We have uh, your boy Tom Holland, the uh, the Spider Man. He apparently yep. is going to be cast as a young Nathan Drake in the Uncharted franchise. Now, what do you think of that? I think we need to. Hopefully, we'll see how to- Tomb Raider shakes out, and hopefully, that can break the video game. It'll be crap. First. Video game movies. Um, that, that's another future episode. Actually, video game movies are almost entirely crap. I think we just got our new our next episode, but I don't want to lose focus here. But um, <laughs> do it right now. No, sorry. do it right now. No, I um, I really like Naughty Dog is one of my favorite studios, as mm-hmm. you know, since they did The Last of Us and yep. they did the Uncharted series, and the Uncharted series is phenomenal in terms of the story of the game and stuff. Basically, think of like Han Solo and Indiana Jones somehow merge, and there you have. And it was movie, a, you know what I mean. And it was a show called Firefly. Exactly. Um, which brings up another point. I mean, you have uh, a lot of people pegged Nathan Fillion to play Nathan Drake. Oh, I heard, heard that all over the internet. Yeah, that, he would be phenomenal at it. He would but be. Why is a younger Tom Holland playing young Nathan Drake? I, I don't get it. But I guess they're starting like good. way over. They're going to like tell like the whole story from like what, obviously when he was younger is apparently yep. what they're doing. But mm-hmm. yeah, not interested in that. We also just recently, um, well, we're recording this here on a Tuesday. Uh, so maybe it was Monday I saw this, that the King of Kong, 
which is crazy because we literally just did an episode on this a couple of weeks ago. And we didn't know this was happening. No, we had no idea. It would have been actually would have made more sense to do it after this news because yeah. nobody had been talking about this movie. We just decided to to do an episode on it. But apparently they're going to make it into a musical. And Seth which Gordon, the director, is going to be behind that. Yep, and Seth Gordon, if you want to reach out, I've already written some songs um, for it. Um, if you well, people could, might not know this about you, but Davey isn't an accomplished uh, musician. He could play the guitar, he could sing, so it's not, it's not making it up. Like If I said I was doing that, it would actually be a joke, but but Davey literally could do this. And, and, and think of um, our one of our favorite bands on the podcast, but not really, Cannibal Corpse, um, <laughs> singing singing a song about all of the awful things I've thought of doing to Brian Koo, and there there you have your musical. I like it. Well, we already know that Walter Day can sing. He has shown oh, that. Oh boy, can he! Yeah, what a I, set of pipes on that guy. I and he had he had the best bod on the beach back in the sixties. That guy's so weird. <laughs> he is just a weird, just a weird guy. All, all the, the girls and I are talking. You have the best bod. <laughs> this would be one though. I would uh, I would get tickets for my wife and be like, "Hey, I got, got us tickets to a musical." She'd be like, "We're going what? to the theater. <laughs> we're going to the theater. Get put on your your Sunday's best because we're going to the musical." And she's Let's like, double. "What?" And then it's the King of Kong, a fistful of quarters. She's like, the what, musical. what is this? <laughs> All right, I have a quick TV note, Ryan. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but MTV's Challenge, which I still watch, I still am a big fan of, they're doing something new. It's going on right now. It's called the Champs versus Pros, where they have 10 MTV Challenge champions versus 10 professional athletes in all different fields. <laughs> and it is amazing. One of the athletes is CM Punk. One of them is Lolo Jones, and she, at least in the first episode, was like a real villain. They also have Sean Merriman is on there, and then like some X Games people that I don't really know, but it, it looks pretty sweet. And CT's back, Bananas is back, so I'm in. Yep. So uh, I, yeah. a couple thoughts on this, because I had no idea this was happening oh, okay. when you put it in the notes. But okay. one, so one of the big names you have is Lindsay Jacob Ellis, who's famous for being an Olympic snowboarder who tried to do a trick on the last jump and fell and ate it and didn't even medal. <laughs> So you have her. <laughs> yep, you have right. Lo- you have Lolo Jones in the remember her category. She's the one who made a big deal out of being a virgin and then didn't yep. and like sucked in the Olympics. You think she's really a virgin? No, no, she's she's terrible. And she was on dan- I watched her on Dancing with the Stars. For Ugh, a minute just she was on Dancing with the Stars. Well, oh, what was great about terrible. her, and not to spoil it, because I, I do recommend people watch this if if you like uh, if you if you have any interest in this stuff at all, I would I'd watch it, but. They're all playing for charities. Like usually, they play for their own money. Like MTV Challenge yep. people—that's how they make their income. These people, but they're playing for charities. And Lolo Jones' charity is one that she started. And to basically, to paraphrase her, when they're like going through to like to figure out who to get voted in and things like that, she's basically saying, "My charity is better than your charity." Like she's she's one of those people. Like, well, yeah. I started the charity, and they're like, "Okay," they're like, "We're all trying to raise money for you know stuff we're passionate yeah, about. Like, who cares?" Or yeah. yeah. Take it easy. But anyway, but, it's uh, good. The other thing, too, I'm glad with Sean Merriman and CT, I'm glad. I don't think MTV's testing for PEDs. No, I don't think so. Be, they, oh have, they have not for years, which is great, Yeah, which is which yeah. is good news. We have a, a video game. There's going to be a lot of video games, obviously, on the uh, podcast today. But we have yep. the release date of South Park, The Fractured Butthole. That comes out October 17th. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in on Fractured Butthole. I'm, I'm in on that, too. I think, I think it's awesome. And I think it's funny that, like, it's Fractured Butthole. That's right. And then you say it out loud, and then you say it faster, and you're like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good for them. Little little bum humor from the boys of South Park. It's time for Davey's Video Game Minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Ryan Davies Video Game Minute. What do you got, sir? It's going to be a quick one. Since, like you said, we're talking a lot of video games today, so I'm going to make this quick. Um, the only game in my on my radar this week that's coming out this week um, is a game called Shadow Warrior 2. Now, this game is a reboot, is a, is a sequel of a reboot of a game that came out in 1996 or 97, I believe, um, called Shadow Warrior, which was basically if you took the Duke Nukem engine, uh, mixed in some really, really stereotypical and racist Japanese dialogue. Oh, God. And there you have it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I played the reboot. It's actually really cool. And the coolest thing about it is they actually have um, a really cool uh, in-game like fighting system um, okay. where like, the stick like controls your sword and stuff, like the thumbstick. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So it's actually really cool, and that's probably the most innovative thing about it. Um, <laughs> the thumbstick controls a, your sword. 
Got yeah, it. yeah. So, but you can like swing it around. You know what I mean? So it's actually kind of cool yeah. um, in yep. that yep. respect. But if you're a big fan of first-person shooters that are, are – it's funny. Like the game's really funny. Okay. Um, so check that out. If you've got some time to waste, I would say waste it on that. Perfect. Other than that, we can get right on with it and do some talk about some better games. This is I'm surprised that this topic has not come up. We've done over 100 episodes. We've definitely talked about some of these games before, but we've never done a solo episode. Even the pre-WEEI hashtag dork, we've never done this. Best sports video games, which is very daunting. We're talking about you know original Nintendo, PlayStation Four, Xbox Three Sixty, PS One, like every everything in between. We're going to include here. There's a lot of different ways to do it. Here's here's how I think we should do it. Go through by sport first, rather yep. than just being like, oh, this game's great, this game's great. We'll start by sport. We'll narrow it down to one or two, and then we'll pick. We'll crown a best game by sport. And then what we can also do is maybe uh, at the end of it, say best by system or at least, you know, groups of systems. So, you know, like Nintendo versus then Sega, Super Nintendo, that kind of thing. Make sense? Right. Let's do it. All right. So let's start with football. What would be the first game in football that you'd like to throw out? Oh, one of the, I mean, it has to be Super uh, Tecmo Super Bowl, right? Yes. With Bo Jackson. I mean, it has to be, yep. you know, the, the very first football game to have, I remember playing that game 10-yard fight on the NES. And yes. It didn't make yeah. any, everyone moved at the same time and it didn't really make any sense. Well, even Tecmo um, Bowl was great, but with the little, just a slight advancement, the more plays, uh, more teams, Super Tecmo or Tecmo Super Bowl was better. And Bo Jackson. So, I mean, you had <laughs> Bo Jackson in Tecmo Super Bowl. Right. So, yeah, Bo Jackson. Yeah, uh, which is awesome. So, that, I mean, that game, people are still playing that game, and it's incredibly fun. And um, a lot of these games, like to Super Tecmo, uh, Tecmo Super Bowl, sorry, were uh, obviously used to uh, settle a lot of arguments, a lot of debates. Yes. You know, and so, like, all right, fine, we'll just do, well, this is how we'll settle it. This is the tiebreaker right here. You know what I mean? And it was. So, that, so that I would say a close second for me yep. would be NFL Blitz, the original NFL Blitz. For PlayStation, right? And it was coming off right off the heels, or Nintendo sixty four. If you if you were yeah, right, right, right. Love Blitz, um, Lo- absolutely love this game. The right. hard hits. It, it, every you start, it's like first and thirty. You got to pick up a, a thirty yard first down every time. Yep. And I liked it in that it was coming right off the heels of like NBA Jam, with they had that like arcadey feel to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like arcade oh, yeah. football. Yep. Um, and I feel like all the latest, like the iterations of Madden and stuff like that, is just one thing after another. The graphics just get better a little bit, and then yeah, know, Ma- I mean, obviously you got to start with Madden, Madden, or at least one of the games. It's a it's a great rated game every year, let alone sports game. And it's hard to pick a year. I think Madden 04, like the year with Michael Vick on it, that might just yep. be a personal preference. That's probably the one I played the most. I would say uh, Madden 2006. I believe that was the one with McNabb on the cover. Is probably the worst because that was when they they introduced the passing cone. Now you could shut off oh. the passing cone, but that was such a terrible idea. It made it more difficult, but it also was crap. Like you you want to play these games to have fun, and that did add a, another you know level of difficulty. But I hated the goddamn passing cone, so I was oh, terrible. I would say oh six sucked, and I would also say for a, a stretch, I actually preferred the NCAA football games. I and thought they were better. People, yeah, and a lot of people are still playing that because. Of the option, like they they love playing with the option. Well, it's out they now. No, the, no, no, it's out. They they stopped making them. I know, but like people are still playing them. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the unfortunately, yeah. there's not new ones because I w- I would have bought. I, I think over the course of my life, I've probably bought more NCAA than Madden. Some years I was a psycho and I'd buy both. Other years I would have to I would just pick one or the other. And then in college, you know, you'd have one, your roommate would have the other, so you'd, you'd play all of them throughout. Um, but right. NCAA 04. Again, this maybe just speaks more to me when I was playing a ton of video games. But the one with Carson Palmer on the cover, I think, might have been the best. Again, they're all pretty similar. And so you can sort of pick and choose which one you want. And one of the most fun things about those games is you could start in high school, in, like, your high school championship game or whatever, and, like, move up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That was super fun. Yeah. Do you like career mode? And then what was nuts, too, is you could play, because they were both EA sports games, you could... Start as like a high school kid or whatever, or make yourself as like a freshman in college, play four years, then save the draft class on the memory card, and then draft yep. them into Madden. Yep. So we would do that. Like we did that in college. It was insane. There's like four, four of us, I think, were in a franchise mode. We were each a college team, played four years, then all went pro, made sure we all drafted or at least traded for our own guy, and then played however many years of Madden. Like it, was, it, was, it was obscene, is what it was. And I remember, 
I, I remember you and I talking over AOL Instant Messenger mm-hmm. about this, and you being like, I got to show you something, and yep. you took with your little crappy camera phone. It was me and you yep. playing for Fresno State. That's correct. On the cover of Sports Illustrated magazine, and I'm like, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. And we, I like, I made you and me looked exactly like you and me. Yep. Like it was like, you know, obviously some of it was a little exaggerated, but we were like, we looked exactly like us. Uh, one year in Madden, I think I created our entire high school football team. And yeah, then, <laughs> I remember you doing that, and it taking forever. It took forever, but it was it was fun yeah. as hell. And and the creative player, especially when you're younger, the creative player is the best. And we'll get to yeah. a game. We'll get to a game that was one of the first with creative player a little bit later on. The other and by, by the way, th- these games are responsible for my most unfortunate. I have a lot of nicknames, but my most unfortunate nickname came from these game, these fo- video game football games. It's a great point. You, me, and Bessie in high school were all in a franchise mode together, and which we is, had different teams. We, yeah, we yeah. Were, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had yeah. different teams, but we're playing in the same you know franchise mode. Yeah. And for whatever reason, Davey's the best at video games amongst my group of friends. But for whatever reason, Madden. <laughs> Bessie and I were far superior in Madden. I'm terrible. I'm a he terrible was, Madden player. He's terrible. <laughs> so, to make the stats fair or to keep up, at least for most of the season, Davey played Just on... to make the playoffs. To make the, the playoffs. Oh, that's what it was. Davey, <laughs> Davey played on rookie mode, which is ridiculously easy. Rookie and mode. And I was a running back. And he was a running back, and he would play as himself, and he would just hand the ball to himself. <laughs> but then for... So yeah, so a solid like six months, we called you rookie mode. Yep. <laughs> rookie mode in Madden do, I, is so bad. When I do something stupid, I, I get called rookie mode. That is so bad. The other football yeah. game I want to mention, though, is uh, ESPN NFL 2K5. If you remember this, uh, T.O. was on the cover when he was playing yep. with the Philadelphia Eagles. It was, it was made by uh, Sega. It was for the PS2 and Xbox. And this was actually the last game to compete with Madden. Because then the following year, EA Sports got exclusive NFL rights. So no other right. no other developer could make a game with the NFL players and teams. But this game was great. And they went out there and they sold it for like $20 or $30. And I was reading about this, how it freaked out EA Sports. They had the, that, that was one of their lowest selling years for Madden. They also had to lower their price a little bit. They never got down as low as 2K5 did. But, right. but pretty crazy because EA Sports is dominant they're going to be on this list a lot but the 2k games and some of those other ones are really good and it's almost a shame we don't have an alternative for for football games now yeah in 2005 actually it's going to come up again because that was the year that there was like a a lawsuit against ea and they lost basketball they lost um baseball right and they lost i forget what else but they like 2k was like you can't monopolize the whole market of sports games like you need to like you know what i mean yeah it's crazy and i think that they lost the license the exclusive license for baseball and basketball in 2005 all right so to go back here the best games probably uh, again tecmo super bowl nfl yep. blitz we have to put a madden right we have to put a madden so okay. i would say the vic one my say, okay so madden 04 ncaa 04 and Let's just leave it at that. Again, 2K5 yep. was great. But so those are four. We'll just, we'll, we'll, we can circle back. But those are the four best football games. And again, Tecmo Super Bowl, you're talking about a Nintendo game. Blitz, you're talking about PlayStation and N64. And then Madden NCAA, really for you know, your PS2, your PS3, PS4, like, or all that stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, best basketball game. I think there's, there, are fewer, I mean, there are fewer great basketball games to me. But it kind of starts and stops, in my mind, with NBA Jam. And tournament yeah, I, edition, if you want to go tournament edition, because you get more players, the rosters are a little bit bigger, that's great. But either one, specifically the first one, is it still holds up to this day. Two on two, what a great idea. Focus on the star players, play two on two, dunks and threes. The The commentary is amazing. The graphics were good, especially for Sega and Super Nintendo. Right. Uh, absolutely. And, and, and arcade, too, if you want to throw that into the arcade thing. So just a tremendous game. Yeah, and like you said, like limitless playability, um, replayability. I mean, and like depending on who you liked. I mean, I had a team. I was always the Charlotte, uh, either the Charlotte Hornets with Alonzo Mourning and Grandmama Larry Johnson. Oh my God, my dad would be those guys. That yep. so that's more my dad. Sort of, he was great at Nintendo, and then he was really good at Sega. And then the next system, it was like it got too advanced. 
Yeah. It was it was like <laughs> just he you know, like almost like PlayStation. I remember trying to play like like Game Day. Like that's another one of the football games we didn't mention. Or play like NFL Game Day. And he just quarterback like, club. Yeah, it was like it was like too much for him. <laughs> Whereas like yeah. in Sega, we'd have these epic battles. He would always be the Hornets. And he would be knocking down threes with Alonzo Mourning and Larry Johnson. And I'm like, yep. you know, 10 years old, and I'm screaming at him. I'm like, those guys don't shoot threes in the in, in real life. He goes, well, they're shooting them in this game. And I was like, <laughs> that was great. And was, blo- any, anything you shot, they blocked? Oh, he's stuffing everything. Oh, yeah. Like, it was, a, it was a tremendous, tremendous uh, duo there. Yeah, I would say for my NBA game, and this to me, I'm not is the – for a non-basketball person, this is the gold standard of basketball games, and that would be NBA Street Volume 2. Okay, yep. I'm going to tell you why. One, as soon as you turn the game on, the first thing you hear is They Reminisce Over You by Pete Rock and CL Smooth, which is one of the greatest hip-hop songs of all time. And I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, you're like, I'm sold already. I'm sold already. Then you do what NBA Jam didn't do, and that you have two different versions of Michael Jordan in the game. Yeah, and like the NBA legends, and then you could play as like you know, like you could play as Larry Bird and like Isaiah Thomas. But then you also had the current NBA players, which that roster was even better yeah. than NBA Jam. Then you put on top of that the soundtrack and the gameplay, which was like the alley oops and like the off the backboard dunks you can do yeah, and the game point. changers and like all that stuff. Like that was my favorite basketball game of all if someone put that in front of me right now i would play that for hours i love that game all right that's a good call the uh the other ones i would mention are nba 2k the first one was really good and that also gave you an alternate to to ea sports and that was a tremendous game and they've really continued you know the graphics are off the charts like if you popped in nba 2k 16 or 17 right now it's so good how every player has like their form of shooting you know it's not like oh here's three different shots like oh you either hold the ball up really high you hold it in front of your face or you hold it off to the side no each guy looks just like he's supposed to in real life so they've, they've gone to such detail now those games are hard to beat as for some of the older school games i remember nba live 95 for sega was off the charts fun and bulls, bulls versus blazers. blazers yeah bulls yep. Bla- versus blazers especially for super nintendo actually maybe only super nintendo uh, I could, believe it was, yeah. I could be wrong, but yeah, it was great. Odd choice. If I if I remember correctly, they only had the playoff teams from the year before in the game. So it was like yeah. you had half the league. It was like all the good teams, but you're like, why, why can't you just put all the teams in? And for all of you fans who are, are the old the old school fans, uh, the come original fans, we talked about this game a little bit, and one of the greatest things about Bulls versus Blazers was the fact that D. Brown had a spot just beyond half court on the parquet floor, where if you shot the ball from there, it would go in every single time. It was time. ridiculous. Just heaving yep. half-court shots with, with my man yep. D. Brown. It, it, with D. Brown, and it would go in every time. It was great. It was tremendous. So d- for basketball, I think we'll go with NBA Jam, and we'll go with NBA Street Volume 2. Yep. And again, NBA the 2K games, I understand if you love those games. It's kind of like Madden in the sense where they're so good, and they come out every year. It's hard to really pick a favorite or, or to really, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's another yeah. game that you're like, it, it's impossible to beat NBA Jam, at least in my mind. All right, let's move on to hockey, where, again, the obvious would be NHL 94, NHL 95. I like both of them a great deal. I personally played 95 more, uh, but yep. 94, you had, you know, the blood, and, and and that's the one from Swingers. That's the, you know, make Gretzky's head bleed. Swingers, so, it's tremendous. Yeah. And I remember 95... I don't know if this was the first game that had the capability, but it was the first game I remember the create a player and being blown away by you can create your own guy, throw yep. him into the game, and have him be whatever position, and then play a whole season with him. That was unbelievable. And like, that's also a game where you could sit down and play it right now, no no questions asked. And I have. I have a Genesis in my classroom that we, <laughs> we, we will typically play on. But I think, NA, for me, 94 has the roster. Yeah. Well, like the roster of NHL players. At the time, yeah. Like if you look at the All Star teams, like oh, I think eighty percent of those guys are in the Hall of Fame. Well, and I think I know, I know the player, and even though I do sports radio for a living, I feel mm-hmm. like I know more NHL players from ninety four, ninety five than I do from sixteen, seventeen. <laughs> just because I know every, like I just yeah. I play the game all the time. In the first few lines of each team, you just remembered every single guy, and they were like you said, it feels like they're all in the Hall of Fame. They're just loaded rosters. Yeah, and it's just super, super what fun. What team would you use? Play. 
Uh, the Bruins. Yeah, see, the Bruins are not, great. Not because I'm a homer. Not because I'm a homer. Well, they're but great. Let me just, here you go. Ready? Here's the yeah. lineup, and I know it. It is Cam Neely, Adam Oates, Joe Juno, Glenn Wesley, Ray Bork, and Andy Moog. Yeah, that's they're just starting five. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, those are like some of the best Bruins ever. But just I like uh, I like the Sabers with Pat Lafontaine and Alexander oh. Mogilny, and uh, I also enjoyed the. Maple Leafs, surprisingly, with Doug Gilmore and then Doug Fe- Gilmore, fastest Fe- guy in the game. He was great, and then Felix the Cat Potvin in net. Felix the Cat. So, yeah. so, so they were good. All, uh, other hockey games, uh, Blades Wendell of Steel. Clark. Yeah, Wendell Clark yeah. was good. Was it Dave Anderchuk? He was on that team, yeah, yeah. I think, too. Uh, yeah, they were they were really solid. So Blades of Steel was really fun, and with the fighting and everything, and just and the penalty shots. Yeah, those are really penalty good. shots, and then just regular ice hockey for Nintendo <laughs> with the with the you know fat guy, skinny guy, short guy. And as a little kid, you're swearing up and down that this team is better than this team, but it didn't yeah. matter. That was just the color. It didn't matter. Yeah, they're all the same. You know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. The <laughs> yeah. USA is better than Czechoslovakia. I'm like, no, it's not. It's the same. It's, they're just different colors. It, it depends on what guy you pick. The skinny guy, the medium guy, or the fat guy. It has nothing to do with the team. Yeah, you usually go you know two I mean? talls, a short, and a fat, then you just roll them out there, and you're good to go. But hockey for me, I mean, I want to just uh, hockey for me, Unlike, unlike other games, I feel like the most recent hockey games, they haven't gotten it yet. Like, I feel like the, every time they improve upon something or they get something a little bit better, like NHL 17, which I, I play a lot, um, the EA Sports Hockey League is ridiculously fun. Yeah. Um, where you play a specific position and, you know, you're, you're playing with, you know, five other guys and, you know, um, but the ultimate team is really fun. So, I, but they're, they're just not there yet you know what i mean like i, I also like find team. in a lot of hockey games that we were talking about rookie mode before but some of the mo it's difficult to find the right setting or at least for me like they'll be if you have it too low you're scoring six seven eight goals in a game but then if you have it too right. high you're you're scratching out these you know one one nothing two one games or you know you're, you're fortunate to score a goal and I mean that's more as a me thing, but I feel like there should be one in between. Because like, if I'm dominating on the first two levels, why am I, you know, getting killed on the last two? So yeah. I feel like that's been a, a little bit issue with, uh, you know, making it realistic. Like if you're going to play a whole game, if you're going to do a whole season, you don't want to be going through scoring ten goals a game, no, or or conversely, you don't want like yeah, you don't want to yeah. be doing that either. Three two wins, or you know what I mean. Like, so I think NHL ninety four. We'll, we'll call it ninety four again. I'm maybe partial to ninety five, but we'll we'll put that as the hockey champion. All right. All right. Baseball games. Now, th- baseball seems similar to football where there are a lot to choose from here. So you can go first. Okay. Um, first of all, let me say that the, the recent iterations of the show, which are PlayStation exclusives now, which is a shame that, you know, people who play Xbox or play console or whatever aren't able to play baseball games. Um, this The show 17 is actually really good. It's probably the most, if you like create a player, if you like different types of game modes. They have an arcade mode now, which is like Ken Griffey Jr. baseball, because Ken Griffey Jr. is on the color, cover. Yep. So this game's actually really good. Um, in terms of the pantheon of greatest baseball games ever, my personal favorite would be NCAA Baseball 2006, another NCAA game. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, that was great. The reason is, is because you could create your own stadium. It was the first game that allowed you to adjust in your creative player your hat. <laughs> So I had, like, the flat brim, like, the Dontrell Willis to, like, the side, which was, like, big in the day. Yes. Um, but more than that, it was it was the first game to use the control sticks as a to swing, which is, like, the load. You, you had to, like, load and swing. Oh, right, right. Now, as a pure hitter, you know, in my, in my own life, as a uh, re- semi-retired yeah, you're retired. Uh, hitting coach, yep. um, that's a tool, you know, I, I like to, you know, I like to hit the ball where it's pitched. You know, I, I like to spread it around a little bit. You know, it just, like I said, as a pure hitter in my own life, yeah. I like to see that reflected in my video. A hitting just instructor, a, really, is what you are. I'm just a pure, yeah. pure hitter. Pure hitter. You know, stingers, dingers, piss missiles all day. That's what you're looking for when you're up there. Yep. And, you know, go where it's pitched. I think go where it's pitched. Yeah, never mind. You're just giving up an out. What are you, nuts? Yep. Like, don't give up Home an run out. to right field, home run to left field, doesn't matter to me. I going think, out either way. You, you hit on the show... So that's one of the more recent games. A lot of the baseball games I played mostly were the old school games, whether it was Nintendo, Sega, Super Nintendo. So I start 
Little League Baseball was my favorite Nintendo. I know there yeah. were I know there were great yeah. baseball games. I know there was yeah. RBI baseball, there was MLB baseball, there's bases loaded, there was all there's so many great games. My favorite was Little League Baseball. And it was a similar it was kind of like ice hockey in a sense where you had short guys, you had fat guys, and you had tall guys. And for the most yeah. part, the fat guys hit dingers, the short guys were fast, and the tall guys were kind of your all around players. Uh, and there were great teams in it. Like there was teams from all over the world. Obviously, it's like the Little League Baseball World Series. And that one was just fun for days. I remember being, you know, I think New York was really good. Canada had a really good team. Uh, like Chinese Taipei. Like there was just, it was a fun ass game. So I would put Little League Baseball as my favorite of the old school. For for like Sega, remember World Series Baseball? I do remember World Series Baseball. That was a good game. Oh my God, the home runs you could hit in that. And then they, remember they, oh, yeah. had the, they had the commercial with like Brad Ratke. He was like, yep. he's like, yeah, he's like, I love the, he's like, I gave up like 22 home runs last year or whatever. And then they just show parts of the game, just guys just smashing dingers. So that game yep. was sick. And that was also one of the first games I remember where the stadium, like being blown away by like, look, that's Fenway Park. Yeah. And, and like, that was really cool. Same with like the triple play games, uh, triple play 96. Uh, that was one that st- stands out to me yep. as, as, a, as an all timer. And the one that we get an honorable mention, obviously, too, we've mentioned it before on the podcast, is Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. Oh, my God. Obviously. With all the because fake names? The first game, yep. And the first game, I really remember playing a home run derby. Yeah. And enjoying it, you know? So, I remember they had the cast. So, Ken, what a concept for a game. You have all of the real teams... But you don't have any of the real players except for Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. But the players all re- they all resemble a player. It's sort of like the old college football games where like there was yep. no name, but you're like, well, that's that's Tim Tebow. Like I know who that is. Like it's very clearly like, Tim Tebow. It's the number. He's clearly. a lefty. It's like the whole thing. Yeah. This was they clearly gave him, that's that's Jay Buner. Right, and they know? gave him names. They remember they gave him fake names. So I think yeah. the Boston team they had like the cast of Cheers was like the names for some of the players. And Sam I, Malone, yeah. Sam Malone, like S. Malone was one of the guys. And yeah. I do remember, uh, for whatever reason, the, the one that sticks out to me, Lenny Dykstra on the Phillies was Denny Rails. And he was fast <laughs> as shit, and I'd always be, I'd, for whatever reason, I'd be Denny Rails and, and kick ass. So, yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball was good. Also, a shout-out to uh, MVP 2005, the one with Manny Ramirez on the cover. Yeah, that was a good that one. That was a really good game. So, where do you want to go, top two or top three baseball games here? We'll go top three. All right, what do you got? The show? I got uh, the show 17 is probably my the best base the best technical baseball game I've ever played. All right, the show 17. I'm going to force Little League Baseball on there. <laughs> I know you don't like that, but it's happening. And where do you want to go with uh you want MVP NCAA? Cuz I, I played that one too. That was good. Yeah, that was good. I'll go yeah, MVP NCAA Baseball 2006. Oh, 06. All right, perfect. Now, I don't have a long list for soccer. I really just think <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, the FIFA games are incredible, though. I love FIFA. They are incredible. I, I play more it, FIFA than a lot of these other sports games right now. And I, there's a lot of heat coming our way for this. Um, but one of my the first my first reaction to this is like, you know, remember that scene in Family Guy when they're like, what's your favorite Madonna album? And he's like, if he says anything, but I don't own one. You know what I mean? I've yeah, never right. heard one. <laughs> yeah. Right. My, my reaction is I have, I have never played. And I, I've played fifa before but i I don't play fifa regularly um to me it's like playing chess it's just the pace of it is pretty slow yeah it's not for you Um, and that's fine It's not for me and that's fine but we at dork podcast understand that there is an enormous audience for this game i love it and the people and the people who play this game are incredibly loyal to it and will tell you that it's the best game they've ever played yes which i understand it i get it it's just not me now there's like you know, so, there, so FIFA is far and away, and it's like Madden, pick a year, and that's fine. I'm not going to quibble on the year with it, but we'll we'll nominate FIFA as one of the best sports games. Now there was also other games like World Cup and some of the other ones that came out, but FIFA sort of took it to a to another level. Yeah. So the next group here, Davey, I, I sort of wait. Hang on, I'm gonna I, oh, I, oh, don't oh. do not sleep on Super Mario Brothers Super Strikers for the for the GameCube. That game was a lot of fun. Okay, I'll add it's that a soccer game technically. I'll add that to the list. The next group I have is sort of combat sports. So we're going to lump in wrestling, boxing, MMA, any any kind of like the, the fight game, if you will. All right. So the, the obvious. Not fighting games, but sports fighting games. Yeah. So that's the other thing I wanted to say is so like you're not going to have Tekken or Street Fighter. No. And I know you can make an argument, but those, those are straight up fighting games. Those aren't sports yeah. games. And the other thing I would say is if you want to add like a NASCAR game, 
that could be. Uh, I don't think we're going to, but like that that would be a sport game. But like Midnight Club and like other just other like yeah. Rad Racer, like those aren't to me sports games. Those are racing okay. games, right? So yeah, we have combat. So yeah, so okay. combat sport game. I I would say I have two. I have one. a few, but go ahead. Okay, my first one is Fight Night Champion. Yep, and. It is because a little-known fact about me, other than the fact that I play instruments with strings and have known to rock a microphone or two, sure. is that I grew up an enormous fan of boxing. Um, and I, the, fight night, the Fight Night games have been really good. Fight Night Round 2 was the first one with Mike Tyson. Um, yeah. But Fight Night Champion was great in that it had a really cool story mode where you actually had to like go through the whole... And you start in jail, which is sweet. <laughs> but like, which is a lot um, of fun. Which is a lot of oh, it's awesome because it's bare knuckle. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you get into the game, and like, once you beat that, like, you could unlock bare knuckle matches. So you could potentially fight bare knuckle uh, Mike Tyson versus Muhammad Ali, or even like Butterbean, like bare knuckle boxing. Yeah. And you just tune each other up. And one of the best things about that game was the corner work. Like, you actually had to do your own corner work, like oh, with the, yeah, the yeah. cold compress and everything. So that that was my favorite, like, fighting combat. Fight game. Night Champion. Yep. Yeah, because there, there was a bunch of different Fight Night games, right? So that's so yeah, we'll, like we'll round two. Yeah. Now Mike Tyson's Punch Out to me is is the game. That's exactly. A, I mean, but that I it, I, I kind of took that as red because that's one of the fine. best no, video fine. games ever. It, it really is. So that one that one jumps to the to the front. I'm with you on Fight Night. Uh, so there's been some really good boxing games. I would also say there's been a lot of really good wrestling games. I think yes. WrestleMania 2000, which we played for on the N64. Remember, and that was my next one. We played that at nauseum and, and talk about great creative players and just everything you could do. You could have run-ins. You could set up pay-per-views. You could create belts. Like that game was off the charts fun. That's also one where I think single player, you wouldn't have nearly the amount of fun as if you had a group of friends playing that one. Oh, and we'd four-way it. We'd oh, have like we'd... tag team matches and like... It was it was such a cool thing to like. I would I remember being in our dorm room and you playing somebody and just like tuning somebody up to the point where like they were just doing that thing where they were just like wobbling and you were just like special after special. <laughs> you know what I mean? Getting chairs and then getting all tables. of a sudden, I remember one kid. I remember one kid whose name I will say on it. Ben Crosby. Yes, I'm sure he's listening. He you were just beating the crap out of him. And then all of a sudden, I sneakily like hit the button, like the start button, and then in comes my guy, oh, like, running, like running into it the ring. A... We just two on one him until he got up and left the room. Well, so like, we refused oh, yeah, he to just, pin him. He just yeah, we went. <laughs> what was amazing about that game is you could have a one on one match, and so Davey and I, we were a tag team. We were the the Party Boys, which party was boys. obviously a playoff of the Hardy Boys. So we were uh, Mick and Tyson Party, yep. and. We you know we had we had like a kind of matching outfits or whatever, but the the point is because we were like a stable or a tag team. If I had a singles match against like Sharky or whoever, Davy's character would walk to the ring with me, and because yep. the N sixty four had the four controllers, like me and Shark would be playing, but then the other controller Davy could like move his guy. So people would get so pissed. They're like, it's a one-on-one match. I'm like, no, I know. I know. And I know. Then, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. And then Davey's like grabbing the guy by the feet and like dragging him out of the ring. And then we're beating the shit out of him. They're like, this is not fair. Like, yeah, yes, it is. I can't, I can't go in the ring. No, you can't. So I would always like, yeah. I'd jump out. And then the guy's like, I'm not going out there. <laughs> so I'd have to like Which throw him into the shark- ropes. It was usually Sharky. Yeah, he was great. He was really good at the game. Whose finishing move was just <laughs> beat the life out of you. <laughs> he would just kick the shit out of you. His guy, his creative guy, remember Red Wolf? Red Wolf. Yeah. Me and Davey thought we were, we were so hot shit in that game, and then all of a sudden he beat the bag out of both of us with one guy, yeah. and it was... Sharkanoid. It was, it was horrifying. It I remember, was like, screaming. Oh, it was humbling. We got better. <laughs> we didn't play again until we got better, and then we, we moved on from there. So yep. that game's on the top. I know No Mercy, which came out, I believe, the year after, gets really good reviews. That was good. They did some of the SmackDown versus Raw games, like 2007 or so, where it were pretty fun. You could... Uh, you could draft. You'd be like a GM of one of them, and you'd have to like put on shows and like win the ratings battle. That right, was pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, go, go back to like Sega, the old school game. I think it was Royal Rumble, WWF Royal Rumble. Yep. It was like Razor Ramon, like a young one, two, three kid was in it, and in, in some of those games. So I, I'd say wrestling is good. And I personally, I bought the first UFC game, maybe even the first yeah. two. I don't think they're great. I I, I don't think great. any of them belong on on this list of all time games. 
unless you're just standing up and wailing on each other, like the the ground game in that is like it's really difficult to get good at. Like you could do things by accident, but it's really good to like it's really hard to be good at that. And you know what I mean? I'm sure there's that has its audience too, but it's just a, a like a C plus B minus. Yeah, like you, yeah, like I remember when I played, like you end up just like punching and kicking a lot, and yeah. you know what I mean. And you're like, well, that's well, why should just be playing a boxing game at this point, right? So I would nominate Mike Tyson's Punch Out, Fight Night Champion, and WrestleMania 2000. Those are about all three of them. Now, of them right so there. we've we've done football, basketball, hockey, baseball, soccer, combat sports. Let's just gr- uh, group together in the last one, just sort of other. Mm-hmm. And there's one that that jumps out that has to be on the list. It might be a top five game of all time. I think you're probably thinking the same one. You were thinking the same thing. I'm going to let you say it. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Perfect. Yep. Exactly. It has to be. Has to be. It's one of the best the best video games ever. It's amazing. I'll tell you what. I like a lot of the Tony Hawk games. Now they they did start to get a little redundant, but even like Underground and uh, was it or was it Underground or Battleground? Or I think it was Underground. It's underground. Underground. All, yeah. All the like they were great. Like they were so much fun. Like and again, talk about create a player. You'd you'd be your own guy, and then it helped us. We learned like all the we knew all the good skateboarders. <laughs> we're like oh, Bucky oh, yeah, Classic yeah. and Bob Absolutely. Burnquist and Rune Glyphberg and like everybody like. Rodney Mullen, my favorite skater of all time, Rodney Mullen. Rodney Mullen was good. And so just a great idea for a game, and they, they executed it perfectly. Because you just and, you don't know. Like, there's some, like, so, you know, surf uh, surfboard. Oh, yeah, there's some surfing games, and there's, like, some snowboarding games, and they're kind of crap. And then they made this, and it was just so much fun. Yeah, that was – it was – that spawned, you know, a whole litany of games like that. Like, uh, EA made a uh, series called Skate, which was – um, way different than Tony Hawk. It was challenging in that you had to do the flip tricks with your thumbs instead of doing it with the buttons. So it was more like real skateboarding, and that was a great game. Um, SSX Tricky, which is one of my favorites. Yep. Um, it's the snowboarding game. But Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, I remember you know, having that game and playing at certain levels where you'd find a line where you could just keep going and going and going. And like... I scored like 10 million points on a run, <laughs> and I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. On a single run, I didn't fall once. Yeah. You know, with no cheat codes or whatever. And it was just like, I had played that game so much that, like, I couldn't fall. Oh, it was um, awesome. And it was awesome. And that's the one that had Spider Man in it, too, if I remember correctly. Ooh, I think so you you're right. See. Yeah. I think yeah. you're right about that. Because Neversoft had just made a, a Spider Man game for, like, uh, 64 or something like that. So they, there was, Spider Man was actually in the game. So that that made it for me too. But again, a game that don't sleep on this. The, the soundtrack of that game. Oh, ton, oh, great! Just a bunch of hits for sure. Yeah. Um, I think Tiger Woods Golf. Maybe uh, was it 2010 or one of the, one of the Tiger Woods Golf's? Everybody was obsessed with for a while. That was a great game. Real golf courses, real golfers, and finally, like there's been there's been a handful of golf games before. It was like Lynx. There's some good computer yeah, yeah. games and things like that. But this really captured it all, and it made it a lot of fun. Like that was a game. It made that, it a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Even for casual golf people who don't have one, or people who don't want anything to do with golf, like this was really fun to play, and it was really yeah. well done. And I, I really think that that's one of the best like other sports games of all time. I, I agree. I absolutely. Um, and agree. Let me let me run this by you. Okay. And this this deserves a place on this list. I just don't know where. So I'm putting it in the other category because I don't know where it goes. But probably one of the most fun times I've ever had playing sports games is actually Wii Sports. I was looking right. I wrote that down. I was, I was, that was the next thing I was going to say. I didn't know where to put it either, and I literally wrote it yeah. down next to other. I'm with you. The bowling and tennis are really the two that people played the most. But the other ones had their moment. Like baseball and boxing were kind of hard. But like if you really were getting after it with, with friends, you could play those too. But yeah. bowling and tennis just were, were great games. And yeah, yeah it's sort of different. Even but the golf was pretty fun. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, golf. That's right. Golf was pretty good. Was there uh, archery? Was on there? I think. Yeah, something like that. But I just remember, like you said, tennis and bowling, and just being blown away by how fun, how simple, and how fun that was. All right, we have a list. So we got under twenty. Oh boy. So which is pretty good, but we should probably get it down to a top five. Okay. So we have Tecmo Super Bowl, NFL Blitz. Madden, NCAA, NBA Jam, NBA Street Volume 2, NHL 94, MLB The Show 17, Little League Baseball, MVP, NCAA 06, any FIFA, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, Fight Night Champion, WrestleMania 2000, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, Tiger Woods Golf, and Wii Sports. 
So that's a pretty good look. So, yeah, I will say too, before we get any further, like you said, um, the Dirt series is amazing. Uh, Gran Turismo series for PlayStation were unbelievable. And these are just racing games. Yeah, so I don't, like I, I, I put them in a separate group. Yeah, but just we want the, those racing fans out there to know that yeah, like, no we're, we're not, we didn't forget about you. It's just we got an hour. So, oh, you know what I would on. also throw in there um, is track and field for Nintendo with no, the trackpad. I would not. What? I would not. No, cheetah. Unless you're, unless you're on, unless you're on cheetah? all fours, slapping the slapping the pad and slapping jumping the like pad. out of the pit. Yeah, that's still <laughs> what, that's still one of my favorite stories. I probably told it on the podcast, but we had the Nintendo in my college dorm senior year, and. <laughs> Me and my buddy decided to play it, and so we're like drinking like Keystone Lights or whatever. And of course so, you are. So it's just the two. So that we, I lived. It was a, a like a quad or whatever. So there's four of us, and so me and my one buddy were playing, and we're in like shorts, maybe shirtless. We have like headbands on. We're sweating bullets. <laughs> we're we're we have like beer cans everywhere, and we're like trying to race the cheetah. And then finally, like my buddy and his girlfriend, like come walking in, and like they see the two of us, and they're like, "What the hell is this?" We're like, "Cheetah." We can't beat cheat on the hurdles. We can't. We can't beat him on the hurdles. You gotta come here. Come here. Put your hands on the pad. And they're like, "Get out of here." It doesn't matter. Could you, you pitch got. in? Could you pitch in, please? Could you help out? Could you help out? <laughs> uh, but all right. So we won't put that on there. So a top five. I think it's gonna be tough to do by by console because we we've already spent a lot of time on this. But top five. Yep. We should have a hashtag dork top five sports video games of all time. Okay. So I have the first first ballot Hall of Fame. Um, I'm going to go Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 absolutely has to make the list. Okay, perfect. So let me, I'm going to keep this. Tony Hawk's yep. Pro Skater. Uh, I have no problem with that. You have no problem with that? We're not no going to argue about that. No. All right. I will go with uh, NBA Jam. Okay. And I would say the, I would edge out, again, as, as much as I love and I think NBA Street Volume 2 perfected what NBA Jam started. There would be no NBA Street without NBA Jam. Exactly. Yeah, right. So that's that's a, a good way of putting yeah. it. Um, I am going to add Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Love it. Good call. Punch-Out. All right. Man, this is tough. Yep. I think I'm going to go with NHL 94. Perfect. Okay. Woo. This is tough. This is, this is real bad. <laughs> All right, so we got to come we up with four. one. So we don't have a football game on here. We do not have a football game. Oof. Which no, we or nor a baseball game. Nor a baseball game. Mm, nor a soccer game. <laughs> That's okay. I'm <laughs> strangely now, I'm fine with that. I mean, shouldn't a Madden be on there? Or do you like? Tecmo Super Bowl that much, or do you like Blitz? I think I think. Um, or is Blitz too Tecmo's, much like NBA Jam, and we already have NBA, NBA Jam on? I like it's it's fun, but it's not the greatest game. Yeah, um, I would say take your pick between Tecmo Super Bowl or uh, you know Madden like oh four oh four oh five whatever one it was. Let's go with that. Let's go with Madden. Let's put, we're gonna put a Madden. You know, we're gonna put a Madden on there. Because they are that good. So let's go with Madden yep. 04, 05 or whatever. So Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, NBA Jam, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, NHL 94, and Madden 04. So basically the best, just a simple way of doing it would be best Nintendo game would be Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Your yep. uh, Super Nintendo or Sega would be both NBA Jam and, and NHL 94. PlayStation would be Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Yep. And then like your PS2 and up would be the Madden series. Mm-hmm. How, how do you, how's that feel? It, I, you know what? I, I'm going to go to bed tonight, and I'm going to be really mad at, that we missed. Uh, I know I'm, I missed something. Today. Oh, this, you know we're, I, mean? we're like, g- I get that feeling. We are going to get letters. Yeah. We are going <laughs> to get some me. angry you letters. You know how I get. I know. I only forward you the nice ones now. <laughs> <laughs> so let us you know, know how I get. Hit us up on uh, Twitter, at Dork Podcast. I know a lot of you are going to be pissed. You're probably screaming at the... Uh, Whatever device you happen to listen to us on, and you can also email us if you have if it's more than 140 characters that you're pissed. You can dorkpodcast at gmail Hit us up. Let us know what's going on there. Any final things, Davey, on sports video games? Do we have, do we need to crown a uh, number one of all time? Uh, that's hard to do. Not yet. I can't. I can't do it now. <laughs> we gave you a top five. I got, we I gave got you a top five. Tony Hawk. I, my gut says Tony Hawk. You're making me want to play Tony Hawk. 
is what it is. Yeah, well, I don't know why you're not playing Tony Hawk right now. I don't know why we're <laughs> doing this podcast. We should just be playing Tony Hawk. That's a good point. All right, so there's your top five. Again, I, I await your uh, predictions. And again, this is just according to Hashtag Dork. So if you have your own top five, God bless you. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the all right, Davey, time for the pick of the podcast. I actually have a couple of things, but I'm going to see first if you would like to go. Uh, you go first because I'm going to piggyback on one of yours. All right, so one of mine is a, a plug for you, in fact. Yep. Ryan Davey uh, was on the Boxers podcast. Uh, one of it, It's in our uh, family of podcasts along with Mac and Goo. And the Boxers who review movies at the Red Box, I mean, they basically just review movies that are wherever. They do like two or three, they do like three or four movies an episode. And they part one of the segments they have is called Hot Garbage, which you can imagine is crap movies. And yep. so they also open it up to other people to, you know, call in, leave a message with a crap movie. And so Davey is on the most recent episode of the Boxers podcast where he has a scathing review. I don't, should I give away the movie or no? Uh, no, you have to go listen to it. Good call. So go listen to it. It's uh, this week's Boxers episode. And I think they even tagged it with, you know, a special appearance by Davey. So uh, make sure you listen to that. I thought it was great. I thought it was it was really funny. I had not, uh, I did I not know that best- you, I did not know that you saw the movie. So I will give one hint. We have not discussed this movie on the podcast at all. No, we have not. And, and I did it, and uh, I kind of want to explain it because, and they, and they on the podcast were like, "Why did you even see that? Like, why <laughs> would you even sit through that?" Yeah, why did you see it? The, the reason was because. Um, and this is kind of, I'm, I'm being a little bit of a softie right now, but oh boy. the guys from Mac and Goo and the guys from the podcast have been so supportive of us. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, if you ask them, you know, a podcast to listen to, like, you know, we're probably the first ones out of, other than the two, you know, they're, other than their own, like, we're probably the first ones out of their mouth. Yeah. Um, and they've been so good to us that, like, when Marcus and Wes approached us, like, hey, uh, us and Mac and Goo, they're like, do you guys want to do, like, call in and do a hot garbage hotline? I was like, I need... I want to do this for them because they've been so good for good to us. Yeah. And I will sit through an hour and forty minutes of probably <laughs> one of the worst movies I've ever seen just to do that for those guys. Oh, that's so hilarious! I, so you watched that yeah. for them? I watched wow. it for them. How about that? Look at all this. Yeah. That makes up for all of the intros that Marcus has made. <laughs> so yeah, we're, I, we're I mean, all square I mean. now. Like, Marcus, Marcus, <laughs> and and Goo do like so much for us. You know what right. I mean? That I figured right. the least I could do is sit through an hour and forty minutes of fucking horrible movie that's really funny so i actually i I think i'm gonna do one too i i saw a movie that i thought was gonna be pretty good and it was terrible and (laughs) but here's the crazy thing like yours was so good that i feel like i need to watch the crap movie again just so i can be pissed at it again because it was a while ago that i saw it so i think i've I've, I've picked out the movie i want to do but I want to get the get details of it, so I think I might go back and <laughs> watch a crap. Well, movie everybody again. knows that. Like when, what's unfortunate for me is that like I'm I know myself well enough to know that when I'm at my funniest is when I'm the most angry. I'm like a, yes. I'm like a com- comedic Hulk. Yeah, angry. And that when I get angry, <laughs> like I get better as I get angry. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. and I was real mad having to watch that movie. So if you want to check that out, please subscribe and review. Boxers podcast and Mac and Goo, yeah. who do such great work for us. So we need to love them up a little bit. And also uh, subscribe and review to hashtag Dork as well. That too. Well, you already have. If you're listening to us, you already have. So well, thanks. who's to say? I mean, they might not have left a review. I mean, they're, they're listening, which is which is great. Yep. It's free to review and it helps us and it makes us feel good. Some of the nicest things I've read are in the comments in the iTunes because on a daily basis, I look through the cesspool that is my Twitter mentions where people are just very unkind. And then I need like it's a nice little pick me up to read the iTunes, uh, and see what people have said about the podcast. So I have another pick of the podcast, Ryan. Last week, oh, and we- I have one more after you. I have okay. one more. So go ahead. So last you week go. we played. We had a uh, an an ad for Comic Con, which we're going to be going to. We're going to be going to in a couple of weeks. And so that there's actually a new advertisement for Comic Con. Comic Con. Comic Con. A show by the fans. For no one. Too many celebrities for you to shake a stick at. Shake a stick at. Shake a stick at. DJ Connor himself, Michael Fishman. Beanie Babies creator, Ty Warner. The kitchen set from The Cosby Show. Anyone who's not the mama better watch their head. It's the baby from Dinosaurs. Chevy Chase. 
is son, Brian Perkins. Watch your step or you might get roasted by our roast master, Marley Matlin. We reunite the cast of Unhappily Ever After. Set your phasers to fun. A Blimpy's eating contest, tickle competitions, and Good Morning Miami trivia being held in the parking lot of West Hartford Middle School. Visit dot net. Okay, so... Hey, hey, that's a lot of information. Uh, that may or may not have been Goo from Mac and Goo uh, <laughs> providing you with his take on Comic-Con, which uh, last week we played you. They had a list of all the people going, and uh, he added some, some more characters there, including the baby from Dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> which was, let's face it, a very good show. Yep. I thought, so, uh, I thought it was a great show. I made a sh- I just this isn't a pick of the podcast, but I just wanted to give you a little anecdote. So I told you this off air, but I wanted to let our listeners know that I've, if my Latin two class can get Robert Downey Jr. or Ryan Reynolds to follow Dork Podcast and retweet one of our tweets, they will receive five points on their final exam. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No, but, it's not going to happen. You know, I did see a couple. One, because yeah. I'm, a, I'm a man of integrity, and I would not just give away points like that. You earn points. I don't give them to you. No, that's a good point. Five, you know what five I mean? points to get a retweet? That, for- hey, that, a retweet and a follow from either Ryan <laughs> and a follow from either Ryan Reynolds, Robert Downey Jr., or they threw in Mila Kunis, too, that who's reeks a big of, gamer. Where'd they get, oh, she's a big gamer? Yeah. That reeks of desperation, though, doesn't it? Uh, no, I just, I wanted to give them something. They wanted extra points because they knew they weren't going to do very well. So I, I said, I incentivized it to a, a Sisyphean task that they're not going to be able to complete. <laughs> well, good luck to them. Yeah. And, uh, thanks everybody for listening to this episode of hashtag dork next week, Ryan, we could do DC extended universe as we prepare ourselves for wonder woman the following week. We could do sport, uh, movies, Based off of video games. Which would be a good one. We could do option C. What is behind the, the door? What, Hot what, versus cold 2.0. The debate. The Any, debate. What, which way are you leaning right now? Or should we come I'm up leaning with towards a, video game movies. Video game movies. Yeah. All right. We might do video game movies next week. It feels That feels pretty good. All right. right. So a reminder, you can follow us on Twitter at Dork Podcast. You can email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Hashtag Dork Podcast also on YouTube now. You could subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. That'd be very nice if you did that. Throw us a throw us a review on the old iTunes. Say something nice because it, it builds me up when I'm feeling so down. And <laughs> you can also check out Mac and Goo. You can check out the boxers. Thanks to those guys for uh, helping us out. Check out Davey on the most recent episode of the boxers you can buy a goddamn t-shirt if you go to our twitter page there's a link to it or you can go uh, to represent.com search dork it's a beautiful black t-shirt with the hashtag dork logo on it uh so get yourself a a goddamn t-shirt uh this summer you're gonna need it you're gonna need a t-shirt out there it's gonna be hot you know no matter where you are unless you're in australia because it's like reverse it's you know winter time there uh what about (laughs) you you know the toilets go the other way it's, it's a crazy thing yep where can uh, the, the Twitter, yeah. Twitter, Twitch, um, we are going to get the Overwatch team back together very soon. Yes. Uh, which consists of me, Rich, Wes from the Boxers Podcast, and Mac from Mac and Goo, and uh, a yet to be named, a TBD, a player to be named later. So I think I got another guy. You got another guy? I think I got another guy. All right, let's do it. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's going to do it. Any final thoughts here, Ryan? I just this was one of my favorite episodes. I loved it. It was awesome. Great episode. We appreciate the feedback. And again, if you disagree with our list, let us know, and uh, then we'll be forced to agree to disagree. I think at that point. But uh, thanks so much for listening to hashtag Dork, and we will talk to you next week.